of the Africa Business of Sport podcast with myself, Adam Spill, and my ever-present co-host, Jabu Mtua. This is season three. On the 3rd of January, 2024, we are happy to be back with you with all the exciting content and information and conversations we'll be having on the podcast this year. Jabu, what do we have for our audience today? What a way to kick off the year today. Multi-Choice has released a significant statement regarding its super sport business and announcing that it will not broadcast the AFCON 2023, which is scheduled for January 13th, simply because the channel has elected not to secure the rights to broadcast the tournament. I'll read the statement that was released just a few hours ago our multi-choice, and I quote, Supersport Channel will not broadcast the African Cup of Nations 2023, scheduled for January 13th to February 11th, 2024, because the channel has not secured the rights to broadcast the tournament. However, AFCON 2023 games will be available through our partner broadcast stations on free-to-air channels. Multi-choice Africa remains committed to ensuring football fans across Africa continue to enjoy unrivaled access to entertainment and football games available on DSTV and GoTV platforms, including the Premier League, La Liga, Serie A, Zambian Super League, and many more of football's most prestigious competition. And it ends there. Adam, this is pretty significant to start off the year. We thought that FCON 2023 would be quite a hassle to organize, to deliver, and for all the broadcasting partners to be in alignment. And now that we found ourselves in this situation where arguably the biggest pay TV broadcaster in Africa in Supersport has now confirmed that it will not acquire AFCON 2023 broadcasting rights, it's a pretty significant development, Adam. 100% Jabu. This is a typical case of a checkmate where now Supersport is going to experience, if that is is experiencing exactly what it did to SABC during the times of the saga between SABC and Supersports for SABC to secure rights for the Rugby World Cup as well as a very important cricket game for the cricket team in SA. I mean, Jabu, no one would have ever seen it coming, but we have to look back to be able to understand now and look forward. What do we have for our audience concerning where New World TV is and what they're doing in the industry? I believe somewhere last year they signed a deal with CAF. Yes, that is correct, Adam. And CAF dubbed this agreement as a historic agreement. Patrice Motipe, the president of CAF, went on to even say that it's the biggest investment by a pan-African broadcaster in CAF's history. So I think a good place to start with this New World TV deal is just to express how big it seems to be or the way it's being presented to us, at least by the individuals who were signing the agreement, is that it's a pretty significant deal. Now, it's pretty significant for one reason, and that is that it takes up all sub-Saharan territory rights from 2023 to 2025. Now, Sub-Saharan Africa is traditionally regarded as Supersport's main territory hold. So we've got BN Media, which most often than not covers the Middle East and North Africa with regards to CAF rights. We've also got Canal Plus, 
which covers the francophone or French language rights in particular with the football competitions CAF. And usually, bar New World TV coming in and causing a maze disruption, Supersport would have the right to the English and local languages media rights for Sub-Saharan Africa. Now, after a deal, this historic lucrative deal was signed in December last year, New World TV, which previously has only acquired major sporting rights for the FIFA World Cup or a number of FIFA and UEFA events and competitions, is now coming in as a big player when it comes to Sub-Saharan Africa media rights market. This media rights agreement with CAF includes the rights to the upcoming AFCON Cote d'Ivoire in 2023, which is happening in less than a week's time. Now, Adam, clearly this is something that, as you mentioned, is a checkmate. I think this is a checkmate when it comes to the New World TV side, because after what was said to be a very competitive tender process for the media rights, it was ultimately awarded to New World TV. But if we just take a step back and try to understand the reason why Supersport has not failed to acquire the rights of the AFCON from New World TV, because now obviously given that New World TV has all of the rights from 2023 to 2025, Supersport would be required to go to New World TV and strike up a sub-licensing deal with them. Now this puts all the cards in New World TV's hands. Just before we look at the connection between these two events, just what is the significance, Adam, of this total disruption when it comes to New World TV being given an unprecedented tender for the 2023 to 2025 CAF competitions? We have to look at uh, two angles. The first angle is that it's important for new innovators, new companies within every industry, within sports, to come up and come and ruffle the feathers of the monopoly and also to create innovations where more people can benefit from the products and services that they bring to. Number two, we can also see that they coming in and acquiring these rights, all the rights for all the major competition for the topmost football competition on the continent, it's really going to be very difficult for some of the big boys over the years to have access to these competitions at prices that they believe should be the best. Of course, as a new entrant into the industry, you'd want to show your soft power. You want to show that you're very good when it comes to negotiating. You can make the very best, the big boys like Super Sports, hot on their knees and wanting to, you know, give you the money. But of course, no matter how the industry works, for New World TV coming in, this is a new venture that they've explored. Now, what is important is that they need to be able to have the penetration out there for the audience. New World TV isn't yet big in majority of the African countries still growing. So it may be a key thing for them is to find a way to give the other parties I want to take sub-licensing access to put it out there because what happens is that you get money coming through and then you'll be able to develop your infrastructure and become very big in the industry. But of course, the likes of super sports, perhaps being as well, wouldn't want to invest too much money seeing that this is a new player, they're not necessarily on our level. But it's very exciting to see that the players of these top boys are being ruffled. What do you think? Well, I'll take it back to you because as you were speaking... Your opinion just before we started recording this episode came up in my head. Now, 
in my post on LinkedIn, I mentioned that in my opinion, for what it's worth, this is pretty damaging and borderline disastrous for the biggest pay TV broadcaster in super sports in Africa to not show the most important continental football tournament that we have here in Africa. But actually, you had a different view with regards to the actual damage that this causes to Supersport, given that Supersport still has a stronghold on all the premium international football rights with regards to the FIFA, World Cup, the UEFA Champions League, for example. So if you look at this, is it really a defeat for Supersport to not show the AFCON? Most definitely not from a business point of view, because whether you like it or not, when you're ranking the competitions that tend to get a lot of eyes, the Champions League, the Premier League, La Liga, the Bundesliga, FA um, Cup, the, the Carabao Cup, the Copa del Rey, and all those competitions, the UEFA Champions League, the Euros, which is up, upcoming, the Olympics as well, those tend to bring a lot of big money in because of the brands that want to be associated through advertising as well as the audience on the continent who want to access those competitions. Like I said, again, Tuff is going through a restructuring. Of course, they want to create a lot of buzz for the AFCON, but from the business point of view, Supersport hasn't lost out because when it comes to their main offerings, they'll still be able to have a big audience that would go above and beyond to purchase either premium or other bundles that will benefit them. So perhaps maybe long term, Tuff can, and even... For UEFA and the other, I personally do not believe in the approach where you'd have one broadcasting company having all the rights and they have to sub-license. That brings in a lot of problems. We saw how SABC really struggled with Super Sports during the time for the rights for the Rugby World Cup and the cricket game as well. What I believe the industry should do, there should be multiple bundles with multiple permutations of games and events from leagues and competitions where everybody can access the bundle that they can afford instead of going through the the the, the, the pressures of sublinces because imagine if there was a good bundle that CAF had available for all the players in the industry super sports will be able to acquire some and really put it out there it is not fair to our audience especially those from the big nations like Nigeria Ghana South Africa to not have access to this competition. So moving forward, competitions need to take away their approach with giving all the rights to one or two players and rather have different bundles. I mean, when you think about bundles and you're looking at competition and you're looking at penetration, is that not a good idea long term? The reason why these tender processes, I believe, are structured the way they are and that there is a limitation with regards to the rights on offer and Clearly, not every single broadcaster or agency that takes part in the tender process will receive the rights. It's because this drives competition. This drives the price of those rights to go only one way, and that is up. So diversifying or adding even more packages as you are suggesting it, and although I don't think it's an entirely a bad idea, but I would then be cautious of the fact that the media rights in those processes or those packages would definitely be of a lower value than they are right now. So that's where we are right now, Adam. And it is important, as we mentioned at the beginning of this breaking edition of the Africa Business of Sport podcast, that we need to understand the New World TV and CAF media rights agreement 
in order to truly have a good lens with regards to this major development. And that is that multi-choice group has confirmed that Supersport will not broadcast the AFCON 2023 starting in Cote d'Ivoire. Adam, or even added context to what you were saying uh, with regards to Supersport not, not being too embarrassed of this defeat and of not being able to show the AFCON is that Supersport will continue to show La Liga, the Premier League, the FA Cup and the Carabao Cup during the AFCON. So I think it's a it's a very interesting dynamic, Adam, this deal with regards to New World TV and now them not allowing or not reaching an agreement rather with Supersport with regards to sub-licensing. Supersport still has many other properties that they need to continue to market and deliver and broadcast. 100%. I mean, for me, business-wise, they haven't made any huge losses or they are losing out on, you know, the benefit of this competition. But perhaps, let's say, for instance, the projected audience that cover this competition is two times beyond what they would have projected. Then for the subsequent competitions, they would want to do everything in their power to get access to it. But for me, I think New World TV, for their own good, in order to increase their penetration within the African um, sports industry, they should find ways to make deals with the very best so that, of course, everyone gets to enjoy. But even they, even though even though they don't do that, Super Sports is definitely not losing out. And at some time, she's very great for new innovators to come in and really ruffle feathers because it means there's space for growth. And that's about it for now, this ABSP breaking edition. And we're coming to you hot and fast with the news that Supersport will not broadcast AFCON 2023 matches. And obviously, AFCON begins next week and will end on February the 11th. Adam, thank you so much for sharing some of your thoughts and insights on what is a major development with regards to the media rights market within African football. And to our audience, thank you once again for joining us for a new season of the Africa Business or Sport Podcast. A lot of exciting things coming through this season. Don't forget to vote for us in the Sports Podcast 2024 Awards. We'll be releasing information about that over the weeks. But yes, do enjoy this and the many more episodes coming through. It's bye for now.